I let her know, like let, let her run, Ali. Yo, you know, you know, you get that good swig in. You know that you you didn't put enough numbers on the board when you take a swig and you like unexpectedly gag because you weren't even ready. It's like wow. All right, that's the one. Hey, that's the one, my G. I'm gonna go ahead and uh, pause that entire uh, hey, hey, exchange. Hey, but, hey, but 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 hey, I will hey, say hey, listen, I will hey. say I know exactly what you're talking about. Yes, uh, that's very pause worthy. I agree. But um, no, yeah, that was uh, that was the real one. Uh, that shit hit me oh, in my chest. I say on my that's end, that. I felt it in my chest, and I immediately felt about about three to four beads of sweat <laughs> come from airline. <laughs> so I know. Yo, yo. Uh, speaking of littiness, uh, my nigga, have you ever been to? A Whole Foods wine tasting before. No, but that sounds tremendous. Listen, man, I have fully embraced like my washness, and that is like the most lit wash experience I ever had in my life. You talk about fucking Caucasian opulence, bruh. Like literally five glasses of wine, generous pours, five dollars in the suburbs with the food paired with it. Ooh, I, I, I had never the food, but then the food pairing came with it. Oh man, I have never been more at peace. Like I feel like, I mean, compared to myself, who are just a few years back, the only taste since I wanted was fucking Bacardi Pineapple Fusion. I feel like that is the, that's my progression. You feel me? Like I'm at wine tastings in the suburbs, Whole Foods wine tastings in the suburbs. I'm I'm using I'm using actual moisturizer and not just hand lotion on my face. You feel me? I feel like that's. That's what this living my best life is. The glow is tremendous. The glow is tremendous, man. This is, this is beautiful. I, I, I'm proud of you. I, I'm proud. Of, I'm proud of myself because I, I too, am making strides. I'm no longer. Uh, I don't even know what I'm doing. I just assume I'm, I'm living a little bit better. I feel a little bit better. Uh, you know what? I'm not gonna ask for specifics because that would cause you to divulge the life that you was living previously, and the world don't need to know about that. So I'm gonna let you. Right. Filch. Filth. I'm gonna go uh, ahead. I'm gonna go uh, ahead and let you cook. But uh we in here, ladies and gentlemen. Uh this is episode five, the big five, uh five time, five time, five time WCW champion, shout out to Booker T. Uh mm-hmm. we come nigga. Um uh, this is episode five of the Beware the L's podcast. We are still here. Uh we are still uh not even on the way. We are at we are standing posted at a at a platform uh smiz and three quarters uh that's right <laughs> uh yeah. I, listen I, I feel like i say this shit all the time but i am very happy to be alive i know that's like very like cliche like you know like wake up in the morning like oh my god i can't believe i'm here but like this shit is real like like you know kanye who we're gonna speak a lot about this episode said that we weren't supposed to make it past 25 now he may have forgot about all of that shit along the way, but I haven't. Okay, and I'm here and I'm alive and I am ecstatic to fucking be here. I'm happy to be talking to you. I'm happy to be here. You know, on episode five of a moderately successful iTunes podcast uh, with my man's uh, taking it all the way back to 2010, uh, Lake Hall Four Floor Gang Gang, gang. Lake Hall Four Floor Gang. Rocking ever since, and, and and turned the friendship, and hopefully monetize this this friendship. That's what it's all about through the through the monetization, because that's where friendships continue. That's where friendships thrive. All right, 
Mm-hmm. Y'all can eat together. And, you know, we've literally eaten together in Rosie's before, but, like, we really, really like like, like trying to eat. For real. So that's why we're here, and that's why we are bringing you as a culture. Um, that's what we want. I mean, money, you know, that ain't, that is not why we're doing it, but money's cool. Um, no. Money, money, money will help. Uh, but yeah, the, the reason we're doing it is because we, it's a lot happening in the culture and, and we feel we are commentators of the culture, have a good grasp of what's going on and we need to get our opinions out to you to see, to let you guys know what's going on so you guys can say, hey, you know what? Them niggas talking about exactly what we're talking about. I rock hey, with hey, them. Hey, Hey, listen, man. Because these, these, a lot of these people out here, they ain't speaking for you. They not, they, they don't give a shit about you. They don't give a shit about the things that are relevant to you in your life. Hey, maybe to you, um, Beyonce's Coachella performance is more relevant than the armistice between North and South Korea. You know what? So that's what the fuck we gonna talk about. That's what we're here for. That North Korea shit. <laughs> that's that is why we are here, and that's why we are again here. Episode. Five is a thin line between fries and shakes. Okay, um, we. In- I heard. I heard the the leanest burger in the world could be the meanest burger in the world. If you if cook you it that way, cook it that way. Ah, I got to stop smoking this shit. Uh, shout out to Donnell Rawlins, but we here uh, episode five. I am your boy Uptown Ace Boogie, uh, Tyrone Lannister, Lit Gallagher. Um, now uh, Jeff Benzos. Uh, so holla at me. I you can find me, follow me on all the socials at Uptown Ace Boogie, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, all of that good shit. Uh, I'm in the building. Please, please um uh hit me up, contact me, let me know what you like, what you don't like. Of course, please follow the pod on all the socials as well at Beware the Hill. But you know what? I'm gonna go ahead and get some peace to my man. All this shit, none of this shit will be possible. Thank you one for the vision, the do rag vision of my man, my compadre, my partner. And you already know this, man. I got the do rag on right now with the flap out, of course. So, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, you are like my man Austin said, this is Beware the L's. Um, favorite podcast over here. I'm Ain't That Wes. Um, call me Wes, W E dollar sign. Uh, my new Twitter name uh, is WG Long or Wes G Longway. Shout out to Pee Wee Longway. <laughs> He's one of my spirit animals. Uh, that man's off um, leash. And, and we will talk about uh, a couple of Wes's other spirit animals later on in the show. I, I have a few. Um, yeah, so ain't that Wes. Follow me on, on uh, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat. Also, I am uh, my Club Penguin account is still popping. <laughs> so go, go ahead, hit me up there. We can, uh, we can talk dirty until we get a, a band. And kicked off but as a unit you know collectively um uh, we are the henny harbingers we are the wayne wonder twins oh i heard i heard that court popping in the background that's also what you we, got damn right uh we give you real we are as we are the henny harbingers we are both uh sipping on some some variation of henny shout out to uncle shay um but once again we are you know also go as the wayne wonder twins uh, Wayne Hunter Twin Powers Activate take the shape of smuggling a Boston Market meal into the movie theater. That's black as fuck. <laughs> I never did Boston Market before. I, I've smuggled the variety of, of foods and accoutrements, but <laughs> Boston Market has some G shit, goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> but Wayne, Wayne Wonder Twins Activate take the form of a, uh, a Cadillac Escalade with the chrome out nose. You know what, man? Shout out. Shout out. <laughs> Just shout out to you. That one. That is, you know, I wasn't expecting to hear that. 
So you know what? I'll, you know, we're going to ride with that. But um, so far, we've been off for a couple weeks. So in a couple weeks, there's been a lot going on in the world and mostly uh, a lot of shit has taken place in the last couple weeks. Uh, so we have a lot to talk about today. We got a lot to catch you up with, a lot to hit you with. But I don't think it would be right if we started with anything other than your former favorite rapper, your former favorite businessman, uh, your former favorite, uh, you know, life, you know, icon of a generation. Now only known as stuck in place Kanye. Uh, Kanye uh, and Conway. This is a, I don't, I don't, I, I, I mean, to say you didn't see this coming would kind of be. Well, for, from years ago to say you see, you couldn't see it coming, that'd be, that'd be, that's understandable. But as of recently, it's uh you could kind of see a change coming. That's uh, word to Sam Cook, but uh, hey, hey, yo, still still disheartening, all, still disappointed. Sam Cook was a wild ain't shit nigga. I want everybody to know that we gonna have to spend one like just episode talking about like the most ain't shit niggas in the history of um like music them because a lot of y'all idols was out here living. Mad five. Uh, we gonna get into that later. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, oh, we gonna talk about that. <laughs> but right now, um, we gotta talk about Kanye, man. And this, this, this specifically, this shit hurts me a lot. Um, Kanye West, my entire life has been my not my favorite. Hope's always been my favorite, but Kanye's always been a strong, a strong number two. Going all the way back to the through the wire days, um, you know, all the way back to the spaceship days, the we don't care days. Um, this, this man has, has created so much art and has spoken on so many different levels on so many different topics, um, pertaining to us as a people and to see where he has gotten to now. Like, honestly, I'm sick. I'm sick. Like, listen, people fuck up every day. And I always say like, when you allow your favorite celebrities to talk too much, usually they're going to disappoint you. Alright, they're gonna say some wild off the wall shit that's either gonna be way too far left or way too far right. And it's just they say, they say never meet your idols, man. <laughs> they say, and and, tw- and Twitter kind of uh allowed us to, to meet our idols in a sense, uh yeah. hear their thoughts all the time, and it's not always not always a good thing. Yeah, and you know that's why, you know, speaking of Twitter, uh shout out to black Twitters, we do every episode. I seen uh a man talking about uh see, this is why all my favorite idols, all my idols are fictional. Shout out to Charles Entertainment Cheese. Um I did see that tweet. That's funny. But speaking of that, I had no idea what Chuck E. Cheese's backstory was. Yo, that he some shit, man. That man had a hard life. He deserves. He deserves uh, his conglomerate of uh, entertainment franchises that he has right now. I'm gonna leave it at that. But if if you, the least we could do is let him just rock out with his homies (laughs) and and do what he enjoys because that man has lived a life. If you haven't looked up uh, Chuck E. Cheese, please Please. Google. Please Google that. Uh, God, man, shout out! I feel like we didn't start a GoFundMe for that man. Uh, But um, you know, and and Kanye was one of those people that you felt like you was never gonna lose. You felt like no matter what happened, this man was never going to go to the other and we kind of knew that the whole Kim K thing um his his kind of unhealthy obsession that he had with Kim K even before they was together kind of started steering him you know in the wrong direction but you know a lot of stuff that he was doing, you know sometimes it's, it's, it's as subtle as Kanye's voice changing like his vernacular changing is I, I I thought I was like one of the only people that noticed that like once he started fucking with Kim it's just this man 
put on his uh business voice uh, almost all the time. Like you know when you gotta like put on your voice to like speak to white people when you gotta like get some business done, you gotta like do something about your taxes or you like calling looking into an apartment, you gotta put on the Caucasian voice as, 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 as other uh, people call them. Of course I'm familiar with doing that. I, I I do that all the time. What are you talking about? <laughs> Bud? Uh pal. pal. <laughs> uh hiya. How's it going? Wonderful weather we're having. How's it shaking, my man? Uh, What's bracking? <laughs> and Kanye has you could you could hear the transition even in, in something as subtle as that going back to his earlier days to now. And you know, I think I think that really hit me when he went on uh, Chris Jenner's talk show. When Chris Jenner's talk show, I'm like, who the fuck is this dude? This is not this is not the man that made where you at the whole city behind us. You feel me? Like nah, mm-hmm. like shout to Boost Mobile as well. And, um, you know, he's kind of delved deeper and deeper and deeper into the sunken place the more, you know, his, the, his relationship has progressed. And he was off Twitter for a long time, but he came back onto the scene for a few days ago, and he literally has not stopped tweeting. Um, no, so yeah, as, as a person who second. has a lot of tweets, I, I, I just can't, I can't condone the, the sheer volume as a minimum of what he's doing and then the content of what he's tweeting is just is just completely off the wall. It's fucking outrageous. Especially again, coming from me who, you know, as we do our from the archive segment, uh that will be coming up again later on in the pod. I've had I've hit two thousand tweets in a lot of different months throughout my life. That's a lot of tweets. But That's a lot of tweets. Kanye has eclipsed that shit and takes it to a whole different level. Um it's 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 alarming. It's disturbing because Kanye is tweeting like a man who just took Adderall. Um, that's a very accurate description, it, right there. It's very spot on. I, I like I, I tweeted myself. I said Kanye is a uh, he's wilding off the medicinal cocaine. Medicinal. He's uh, <laughs> he's, uh he's just he's just going and, and it's not even getting to the, the tweets with Kanye. It's just it's pictures. Just weird pictures and shit. Uh, like I, I'm, I'm talking weird shit. Like, like you tweet a lot of pictures of his son randomly. Shout out to Saint West. I hope you're not. Shout out to Saint West. Ra- yeah, keep keep them keep them braids in. Hopefully, the braids will steer you the right way. Random pictures of the desert. Screenshots. First of all, no real nigga screenshot and posting on social media. So that lets you know that he's gone. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, king king. And, and and it's just you know like. Kanye was the man, you know, that was on a song that quoted uh, the guy who Will Ferrell that said, nobody knows what it means. He's provocative. It gets people going. That could be what he's going for. You know, there are a lot of good music projects dropping soon. Shout out to King Push, May 25th. I don't care what's going on with Kanye. Ugh. I don't care what's going on with Kanye. That, uh, I, I will be taking in that album um, uh, earnestly. But... Um, you know, just maybe it's a market employee, and if it is a market employee, then Kanye West is at a sad level where he has to go so super right wing in order to sell a couple records. And if it's not a market employee, then obviously it's even it's even sadder than that. Uh, that's probably even more alarming. And just so many, yeah, yeah. Some things, I mean, just he's tweeting full stream of consciousness, like he's going like straight, like 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 catcher in a rise stream of consciousness, and it's just I'm nice at ping pong. All right, uh, earn that ex- that Excel spreadsheet. Um, 
I like I leave my emojis Bart Simpson color. Um, I think that I think that would hurt yeah. me the most. Um, out of everything he tweeted, what they added colors for oh. a reason for for situations just like that, and for you to disrespect yourself to that point to not change the emojis to match you so you can feel a sense of uh, I don't know what the sense of would be shout out to Penny Black <laughs> but just just leaving your leaving your emojis as as the the, the stock colors is, is no I don't even I don't even, to, I don't to, even to, think to white that made people leave their emojis the stock color to be completely honest um you know, and, yeah. and and just just literally, this has been going on for you know we sit here recording this on April twenty seventh. It's been going on for about three days now, nonstop. Um, you know, we see a lot of former Kanye supporters have unfollowed him. I'm talking about damn near every famous black celebrity that had anything to do with Kanye um, has 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 you know has unfollowed him, blocked him, whatever. Um, you know, he is. Obviously, we knew that he was a Trump supporter, but he is taking this to a completely different level, uh, taking mad pictures in the MAGA hat. Um, I don't know if y'all seen the picture of you. Uh, this, this motherfucker tweeted out a, a signed MAGA. This nigga had a, tweeted out, I had a MAGA hat, and I got it, I got it signed. Like, nigga, that's not nothing that's to be proud of. That's a flex for him. That's a big flex. Um, yeah, and, and, and it's, 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 you know, we can sit here and go over every tweet, but basically... He's bigging himself up, talking about some some mystical force known as dragon energy that apparently he shares with Trump. Uh, Cocaine. (laughs) (laughs) Plain and simple. Uh, Big facts. Uh, Like Wes said, a lot of random fucking videos. I love my Tesla. Um, You know, just and just and just uh, basically saying a lot of shit. I won't be put in the box, and black people don't do this. Talking about talking about there, there's a the police not police but the, there's people out here trying to stop his free thought. Yeah, free thought yeah, is, is uh, looked upon. No, nigga, free thought is fine. It, it, like in a it, when he's tweeting talking about in, in a sense it's kind of cool. Like in a vacuum, it'd be understandable. But we're not living in a vacuum right now. The man that you're supporting and, and you're rocking with has been racist, has been transphobic, has been xenophobic, has been uh, anti-culturalist, and, and so. Well, you aligning yourself with him, that allows us. Even though you say you don't, I don't, I don't follow all his political views. It's bigger than that. Trump, what Trump would represent, what he represents, and what he stands for is bigger than that. So, by you aligning yourself with him, that's telling us, your fans and your supporters, that's how I feel. And so, if that's how you feel, my nigga, I respect everything that you did as a musician. I love you for it, but fuck you as a person, my dog. Uh, big facts, man, and that's that's so hard. That's so hard for me to admit. Um, like I said, I love, like like my my love for Kanye's art has gone on. I mean, it, it going all the way back to oh three, you know oh one two thousand. If you want to talk about his, his, his producer credit, going all the way back to the day. No. and the blue the blueprint wouldn't be the same without. No nah, man, not at all. I mean, he gave us part of the city, just like Dave Chappelle said about Michael Jackson. He made Thriller. He made Thriller. And you know, um, it's. You know, and I tweeted something out um, earlier this week um, in the most washed-ass picture I've ever seen. Kanye walking out of the store with his MAGA hat on, a uh, gray sweatshirt, man boobs, uh, just just popping, popping like a motherfucker. Uh, cut off black shorts and some uh, duck shoes, um, as as Undercover Brother would say. And it just, I, I tweeted, I'm like, yo, this is the man that made pink polos and backpacks. You feel me? This is the guy 
who, you know, who brought a lot of our strife and our struggles in the early, mid, late 2000s to the mainstream. You feel me? It wasn't a lot of mainstream artists that could speak on the type of shit that Kanye was speaking on. He made the visuals for All Falls Down. Looking back at that, hindsight, him and Stacey Dash, goddamn. <laughs> we should have known. We should have known. He was giving us the clues back then. That's a hell of a conservative combo. Um, he made the visuals for All Falls Down, uh, Diamonds, Touch the Sky, Gold Digger, Flashing Lights, All of the Lights, Runaway. And now he is a walking green bean casserole. He, you know, is mayo and instrument head ass. That's what we got from the former visionary of our generation. And it's very scary to know that somebody who was as woke, literally, I'm talking. I say, yeah, you, he was one of the wokest out here. <laughs> you know, like just a nigga whose every other song was with Talib Kweli or the, or the Roots. You get what I'm saying? Like to now yeah. have been completely whitewashed to have has 200% lost himself and acclimated uh, on some mad Booker T. Washington shit. Um, just acclimated. That's, a, that, that's, a, that's actually a very good, very good comp right there. Wow. 200% to this, you know, 1%, uh, you know, Caucasian, you know, elite, yuppie, elite lifestyle. And it's, it's sad. If Kanye can go right, then it's almost like anybody can. And that's what money does to you. That's what, um, you know, getting away from your people can do to you. This nigga had the audacity to tweet Obama was in office for eight years and what did he do for Chicago? Nigga, you are 40 years old. What have you done for Chicago? Right. It's not like, I'm not going to say he doesn't go home, but you're not in Chicago. You're in Calabasas, my nigga. Go to the city. And uh, I was reading some some stats about some of the programs Obama started in Chicago. Um, the... Yes, everybody talks Chicago. They're talking about the the murder rate and all the guns and shit that's going on. But that's a lot bigger than than one man's change. President can't really do shit, especially if there's Republican Congress. But it's just it's extremely disheartening to see to see the change in someone who was lauded as, as one of one of our heroes, and it it, it hurts. But I say that's why you can you can only you got to separate the your art your favorite artists and what they produce and what they do from the people they are sometimes. Which is why I listen to all my favorite artists talk about selling drugs. Um, and you know what, West said this a long time ago, and I'm I'm starting I'm starting to get on that train. Uh, all my favorite artists sell drugs. Uh, West said earlier that um, you'll never catch a future at the Republican National Convention. And you are correct. No, nope. this, this is this, this nope. is real life. Um, and you know, it, it, you will never. OJ, OJ the Juice Man not voting red. Uh, that's a fact. That's a big fact. And you know, this is honestly. I have never been this disappointed in an artist or entertainer in my life. And that is saying a lot. We have come across a lot of in our day, but this one, this one hits home hard. I mean, we grew up on Kanye. Uh, I was going to say, that's because we grew up with this guy. Especially uh, people of our age group. Some of, I guess when I first really started getting into music was around that, that late 90s, early 2000s, around the time he was coming up. So it's kind of like we all came up together. Uh, the the first know. albums that I ever bought for myself were the Black Album and the College Dropout. So, you know, this is, it's, 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 it's upsetting. I'm not going to lie. It's upsetting. It had me in my feelings, yeah. you know, a, a little bit this week uh, because I essentially had to turn my back <laughs> on somebody who, uh, who inspired me? Somebody who inspired me to 
you know, to pursue the the degree that I pursued, somebody who pursued me, I mean, somebody who uh, inspired me to pursue, um, you know, a lot of the ventures, you know, that I've gotten into. Um, so, you know, who has literally growing up helped shape my thoughts on the world. You know what I'm saying? This is like, like waking up you know, one day and, 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 you know, finding out that your parents are homophobic, xenophobic, super right wing, you know, don't care about where they came from. You get what I'm saying? Like, not to any kind of Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. To that extent, but yeah, it's, 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 it's that deep, man. But you know what? As as we've been saying throughout this entire process um, here on Beware the L's podcast, there no passes, no passes. Twenty eighteen, we're not giving anybody passes for any of the fuck shit that they are that they are on. It doesn't matter. If, no, my, gotta be we're, we're holding you accountable, you man. Know. For- for for that's in all aspects, it's accountability. That's what we're preaching. But quick thing on Kanye too. The, the crazy thing is, I think I might still listen to the album if it drops. See, and now now you literally drinking that that uh, Jim Jones Kool Aid, my good brother. Um, I'm not gonna say. Oh, see, I just want to hear what 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 it sounds like. I'm trying to hear Kanye, Ted Nugent, and Kid Rock on a track. I'm trying to see what that <laughs> what that be like. Yo, headlining the 2018 RNC. Uh, Kanye, yeah, Kid Kanye, Rock, Chris, Ted Nugent, Chris and Michelle. <laughs> <Chris and> Michelle. <laughs> Yo, and Chris and Michelle then did some wild backtracking. Uh, wild backtracking ever since she performed at the, at the Trump inauguration. Um, Chris and Michelle out here backtracking like a DB. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, she got that Denzel Ward backpedal. Uh, shout out to the t- shout out to my brownies, number four overall pick, Denzel Ward, uh, Cleveland boy coming back to the land. Escape. Um, but well, uh, shout out to Dar- Darius guys just got picked by the the Redskins boys. Httr. Oh, 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 he is to the skins. You know what? That that's a great pick for y'all. Um, I, you well, know, says he fell in the draft because of poor visits and unreported college incidents. Uh, w- w- so, w- wait, uh, do you mean his pre-draft uh, interviews where people were asking him if he was gay or how would he feel if his mom was a prostitute? Is that is that all the pre-draft interviews we're oh, talking no, about? No, no, no. <laughs> No, that's that's not the pre-draft issues because the NFL can do all that shit. <laughs> Yo, which is another thing that we need to get into at some point. That, that is a whole other pod for a whole other day. The NFL, the the shield, the machine, um, essentially. Uh, these niggas are essentially dictators. But um, that is, that's not what we're here to talk about today. We'll di- we'll digress at this. Yes, point. Um, you know, uh, Kanye is somebody who we can establish is firmly in the sunken place at this point. Uh, to the point where Jordan Peele Academy Award winning Jordan Peele um, actually tweeted out, you know what, Kanye has inspired me to start writing Get Out too. That is how washed and how sunken and how lost um, Kanye West is. Um, <laughs> and, the, and the fact that he's even talking about, oh, I'm not in the sunken place, and Kim's tweeting, Kanye's not in the sunken place. Like, yes, nigga. The fact that you're even even acknowledging that is a, is a real place is the fact is a sign that your man's just gone. He's gone. Um, you know, we just gotta we gotta let Kanye go. Um, just you know, just like we have to let go a lot of other legends. But you know, one person who was not given any legends any passes was his spirit animal, Vince Staples. Um, yes, I uh, shout out to Vince. I uh. Previously, I wasn't. I I knew events. I listened to his music. I rock with him. But now that I'm hearing more interviews with him and more more what he has to say, I'm even more so on board with the Vince Staples train. That is one of my one of my few spirit animals in this world. 
Um, you got to give points to Vince Staples. I mean, he is a very talented artist. He's a very talented lyricist, but he is somebody who is never going to let anything slide by anybody. And that's the accountability that we talk about here a lot on the Beware the L's podcast. There is not enough accountability, um, with pe- especially with people when it comes to do with the transgressions of celebrities. But Vince Staples is not going to let anything fly. I mean, not a damn... I'm, I'm talking no-fly zone, all right? Um, and uh, recently, you know, Coachella just passed. Uh, you know, the two-weekend extravaganza where uh, your favorite white people go out to the desert, uh, get fried, and then listen to music that they've, you know, listen to black artists that they've never listened to previously. Um, real, real quick plug, donate. Uh, we're going to start a GoFundMe for uh, next next year for Beware the L's to have a live uh, live show at, at Coachella. Beware the L's live at Coachella. Uh, listen, you can make that happen. Only you can prevent forest fires, Okay. So, um, yes, uh, that GoFundMe uh, will be coming very soon. Um, but, you know, another story for another day once again. But um, he had an interview, uh, you know, a couple weeks ago at, at Coachella with uh, um, Everyday Struggles Nadeska. And you know what? I had no idea how corny Nadeska was until I saw this interview. Um, she is somebody who I always just kind of viewed as a moderator, you know, she never, you know, back in the, the heyday of everyday struggle with Joe Button and DJ Wackademics, a.k.a. Lil A.K. Um, uh, <laughs> he, you know, she just kind of kind of tried to keep the peace, never said too much, you know, a true moderator. But God, you know, when once again, when, when people's true opinions come out, you kind of understand how corny they, they can really be. Um, now, I admit Vince Staples kind of went a little bit left, but, you know, her handling the situation was truly not optimal. Uh, you know, it basically sum it up. Um, they had an interview uh, with Nadeska and Vince Staples. And, you know, he talked about uh, being on probation. Um, and, you know, he's got like one more year left. His probation is over. He's talking about, I'm going to be breaking speed limits, doing all this other wild shit. You know, and then Nadeska kind of comes up and she's like, oh, well, you know, maybe you should play it safe to avoid going to prison. And when I say my man's got triggered, my man's got triggered like he got triggered like an ar-15 at a Mm out in the middle out in the middle of the forest okay you got got Um, triggered like a like like a cop when he see a black person yes yes sir so vince flies off the rails but he flies off the rails and says some shit that needs to be said and he's just like straight up out of nowhere straight out the blue R. Kelly's a piece of shit. <laughs> if R. Kelly is not going to jail for being a child molester and peeing on people and have a human trafficking ring in Atlanta, then I'll be fine. <laughs> I, I don't see the lie. Where's so the lie? Nadeska then, this is where the coyness comes in. She tries to shut him up. She tries to, oh, you got to chill, you got to chill. He's like, I don't have to chill. He's like, why I got to chill? Because R. Kelly's a piece of shit. He don't work here. If y'all would have booked R. Kelly, <laughs> then maybe, maybe, he will have to chill. But if a piece of shit pisses on somebody in the crowd, <laughs> if a piece of shit pisses on somebody in the crowd and y'all don't say shit, then why the fuck would I care about talking about R. Kelly right here in this interview? Um, which is the truth. 
you know, Nadeska is sitting here. She's getting yeah. all flustered, talking about, oh, Vince, you're going to get me fired, X, Y, and Z. Um, but How are you, you going to get fired from him? <laughs> Simply stating facts that have, all facts. have been proven, all, have been seen. All <laughs> facts. Because, I mean, bruh, like, again, these are the shit that is not said enough in the mainstream media. It is so much you know, protecting of, you know, these false idols, these, I mean, completely false idols, people who are, have been proven to be horrible fucking people. We talked about, we saw this shit on the boondocks. We saw that shit on the episode of boondocks where, where niggas was rocking with R. Kelly, no matter what, because of the music that he was making. As long as that nigga was making happy people, nobody cared about what he was doing to these little girls. And Vince Staples is out here speaking on this shit. And you know, Vince Staples is not like a, a, a household name. But he is using his platform to speak on the shit that needs to be spoken about. Um, no, Nadeska, you're not going to get fired for at, at Complex for Vince Staples talking about for, for, R. Kelly. Yes. I'm sorry, is R. Is R. <laughs> Kelly on a <laughs> Complex payroll? I'm sorry. Ever since Joe Budden uh, left Everyday Struggle, um, Nadeska has been lost. Okay? Um, you know... I say to, 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 for me personally, I didn't even I didn't watch Everyday Struggle. I, I don't care for academics. Uh, buttons okay, so I didn't even care for this period. Yeah. So I can I. Uh, but <laughs> ever since the show ended last time, I this is the first time I heard from her. Yeah, since then, I mean, so. but you know, it's it's this is this is what we talk about in terms of accountability. Um, your favorite celebrities are just as accountable as you know Joe Schmo that lives three houses down that beats his wife. You feel me? You should. Hold them to the same standard that you are holding R. Kelly or Fabulous to. You get what I'm saying? Like, it does not make, you know, I don't care if you made 12 play. Right? It, it That doesn't, you know, deny. That, it doesn't doesn't excuse what the behavior we've seen. Like, I, I personally, I, say, I know myself, I have to do a better job at, at letting people, because I, because like, I'm just like everybody else in the sense that. I can I try to separate art from the person, so it's kind of tough for me in situations to kind of just cancel somebody completely because of what they've done, especially if they have provided me something, whether it be uh, acting or music or something that, that's left a profound impact on me. But it's something that that, that that needs to be kind of comes with maturity, comes with growth. It's recognizing, hey, this this person is has done this and that, and I just can't rock with it because if I co-sign this, then I'm gonna look I'm gonna look past it. Oh, my homie did this. I can't. I'm gonna look past it because I look past one of my heroes did it too, and that just fucks up your worldview and it fucks up your mindset and can potentially fuck up the people around you mindset and that can get passed down to your children and then we're still running through the same issues and situations well, situations I'm, I'm fucked up right now but <laughs> big big smith big smith but that's how that's how mindsets continue and, yeah. and progress through through generations um i think the important thing to understand is and this this goes for everything in life you don't know these people you don't know r kelly you don't know fabulous. You don't know any of these people. So, you know, I and, and I tweeted earlier today, you really sitting on here you, on social media defending people that you don't know, arguing about stuff that you don't know about, defending people that you don't know, um, instead of showing love and support for the women who are going through these situations. 
You get what I'm saying? Yeah, like that's, that's like you just said perfectly. Like the the advent of social media gives us a, a better view into these artists. So we think that we know them. We see them on, we see their tweets, we see what they're thinking, we see their Instagram, we see what they're doing. So we feel even more connected to them, which leads us to feel, like I said, the deeper connection, which leads us, us being more intrigued by them and what they do, which leads like a deeper uh, understanding and agreement of what, what they're putting out. And that, that can, when they do stuff wrong, have us have I mean, look at that blind spot to them. Facts. I mean, understand your idols are exactly that. They're idols. They're not friends. You know what I'm saying? They're not friends. They're not family. You don't know these people. I mean, God, look, you know, it just dropped yesterday. Um, you know, Khalees came out, you know, and talked about Nas abusing her. Nas is, 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 is the one who gets all the peas in the world from everybody is being so woke, so conscious, so progressive, you know, pushing the culture so much. But even he is not immune to it. You get what I'm saying? So you mean to tell me if 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 Nas is out here, you know, uh, uh, physically, verbally abusing, you know, his former his ex-wife, you know, what what gives R. Kelly a pass? What gives you know what I'm saying? Like, like, yeah, like, 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 yeah, so I mean, you know, in that in that aspect, it's like, you know, support our women, protect our women. It's not just a hashtag, man. Black women are the most abused, disenfranchised group, uh, you know, um, uh, denomination or or um, you know, just just group of people in in this country. Black women mm. so much, but go through so much shit going all the way back to slavery. But y'all want to sit here and defend fabulous, talking about I gotta hear both sides. What did Emily do? to make fabulous beat her are you <laughs> that's, that's so ass backwards and 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 dumb and then like for, for any situation like that me on a personal level any anytime anytime it comes to like any type of domestic violence type, type deal i i have a sister i have a mother so anytime any situation like that comes around first off i'm i, I can't co-sign it at all but then i think about hey what would happen if this happened to a loved one of mine Fact. And then that that, that, that doesn't and that just completely takes it to a the whole other level. Oh, I'll so look, if, man. Um Yeah, so so if you feel that way about it happening to one of your people, imagine that's just somebody else's people. Imagine that's that's your homies your homies people or something like that. So for that to happen to anybody is, is ridiculous and, and the, 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 the cosign the blind cosigning and the I gotta hear both sides of this shit. You don't gotta hear both sides to everything. Yeah, you don't hear both sides of shit because black people love and I love my people, but black people love to listen to shit. Or to look at shit in a in a bubble or in a vacuum, you know what I'm saying? Like we look yeah. to apply principles to shit as long as it doesn't affect you. But the second it affects you or your world or your people, all of a sudden you up in arms. No, nigga, keep that same energy. Keep that. Same, keep the same. That, keep the same energy, man. That same energy, no matter who it's applying to. Um. And, you know, it's 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 sad that we even have to sit here and discuss topics like this because we still have people that is out here defending a nigga because he made a hit single. Come on, man. You want to defend somebody that made a hit single. That also hit a woman. Like you feel me like bottom line, point blank, period. Our women, our black women are beautiful black queens with a k they need your support 
They need you to stand by them. They need you to not try to invalidate their stories for the sake of rationalizing your fragile conception of your false idols. You get what I'm saying? Like they need you. They need to be able to heal and get past, you know, the move forward past these abusive situations to be able to help other people in that situation. But again, you want to sit here and, and, and defend a nigga because he made something that you bopped to in the club in 2005. Get the fuck out of here. You feel me? And that also kind of leads us into the whole Bill Cosby thing. Like, straight up, man. We ain't even got to spend a lot of time on this shit. Bill Cosby is a fucking rapist. Alright? Bill Cosby is... Plain, plain, plain and simple. And, and like you said, like we were just talking about the... the the fact that people tried to come up with excuses and reasons why he was getting accused, brother. Motherfuckers, like 40, 50 women saying you did some shit, bro. Especially, and then then it's the fact that he was, uh, what was, I forget where he did, some some older interview where he's talking about putting Spanish fly in people's drinks. Like, bro, Cosby did tremendous things to help black people progress in a time in which we were looked down upon and segregation was, was pre- very prevalent. He did great things in his life. But you can't, that doesn't excuse the behavior that he did and the things that he did. So he needs to be held accountable. And I'm very glad that that he was found guilty and, and he's going to be held accountable for the behaviors and actions Period. that he took. Point blank. Um, I agree with you wholeheartedly. This Henny agrees with you as well. Um, uh, it, it, it's, 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 no, this is not a conspiracy against black men in prominent positions. No, this is. All this did not come forward because Bill Cosby was trying to buy NBC. First of all, Bill Cosby can't buy NBC. NBC. Nope. NBC alone, we're not even talking about parent companies. NBC Universal, just the media side, is worth $40 billion. I'm sorry, does Bill Cosby have $40 billion? I don't think so. Uh, I don't think them reruns popping like that. Um, and, and I don't know even, I have no idea who started that that Facebook rumor, but no. This did not come out because he was trying to buy NBC. This came out because he's a piece of shit who's been getting away with abusing and raping women for the last 40 years. Sliding for 40 years. Sliding for 40 years. And and that's that's and I'm I, I am glad that that this Me Too movement has has, has taken shape and, and taken progression because now we get to put the pressure on those who are who have behaved wrongly in the past and hopefully people who are our age and are or younger than us can see hey this is not the way that people act this is this is not what was not what's good it's not what's popping i don't need to act like this i need to help hold yourself be held accountable and i'm gonna hold myself accountable and hold others accountable and that's how true change can become a come like progress and, that's and where it comes from like there are some people who are out here you know defending bill cosby but ostracizing donald trump there's no difference there's no difference same you, shit. You feel me? I mean, you know, Trump may have s- some different views, but at the end of the day, some of the the crimes and some of the atrocities that he's committed are no different from Bill Cosby. Again, keep that same keep that same fucking energy. You feel me? And yeah. you know, again, Bill Cosby is a false idol. Bill Cosby is somebody who you came up watching. We all came up watching the Cosby Show, like dreaming of a reality that we didn't see. We didn't see successful you know, black people, a, a, a black father who's a doctor and a black mom who's a lawyer. We didn't see that. We didn't know that it was real. You know what I'm saying? And Bill Cosby, you, I'm sorry. 
uh, Heath, Heathcliff, uh, Heathcliff. Heathcliff Huxtable represented a reality for us to strive to, but Bill Cosby didn't represent shit. Bill Cosby was out here using drugs and his power and his influence to take advantage of a lot of fucking women. And you know what? Yeah, it hurts. Yeah, it's hard to swallow. But at the end of the day, Bill Cosby is not who you thought he was. Period. Nope. We 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 appreciate what you did for black people in the sixties and seventies. We appreciate the, the the art you provided. But fuck you, dog. Period. Point blank. And that is that's basically that's that's. I mean, I don't think I could have said any better myself. I have zero tolerance. We here on the Beware the L's podcast, have zero tolerance for, again, for people, especially for people who are abusing women or abusing children. You're not about to come up here and rationalize that to me. You're not about to, no. you know, you're not about to, oh, well, they did this, they did that. No, nigga, like, you deserve to be in jail. I hope Bill Cosby dies in jail, to be completely honest, with, with, uh, and, you know, a, a big-ass Terry Crews, OG, triple OG, cellmate. Um, you know, now he's been convicted on, you know, three charges of, uh, you know, basically indecency and sexual abuse and things of that nature. All fate, you know, uh, carry up to 10 years of prison time. And I hope he gets all of it. And I hope that his conviction, I hate that it has to be a black man. I really do. But hopefully his conviction will. Mm-hmm. But like you said, keep yeah. that's that same right. energy. Like keep it to, it can be, it's whether whether it's whether it's your man down the street, dude from down the street, whether it's it's Bill Cosby. We gotta keep the same energy and hold everybody accountable for, for the same behaviors. Point blank that they do. Point blank, period. Um, and hopefully, you know, this leads to this Me Too movement, which has been a absolutely wonderful, you know, progression in Hollywood and you know the world at large. I hope this brings the type of change that keeps our women safe, that allows or women to be able to walk down the street and feel, you know, comfortable or allows them to be in positions of power and feel like they don't have to, um, you know, feel like they don't have to, um, you know, give up any part of themselves or feel like that they need to, um, you know, acquiesce to whatever the former fucking standard was in order to um, go forward in their careers. You know, women... You know, not just black women, but women in general should not have to fuck a pervy Hollywood fucking executive in order to get a movie role or or not get black. You know what I'm saying? Talented women deserve the opportunity to put on the screen and should be fucking held at their merit, at their value, and not be based off of their fucking sexual contributions. You get what I'm saying? Like, yeah, facts. And then specifically, just real quick, specifically, it's, it's mainly black women. It's not just black women. It's women in general. But we we are speaking directly to to black women in the sense that they are um, more so taken advantage of it, and it's harder for them out here too. But this is for mainly for all women, but specifically right now, it's for black women too. Big facts, man. Um, it's you know, and I again, if you know, if y'all don't take anything away from this particular from this specific pod, is that we we are here for y'all. I mean, again, if you want to talk historically, black women have been the backbone of fucking society for as long as America's been around. They have supported black men in every mm-hmm. endeavor, no matter what fucking bullshit black niggas was on. They have supported 
us mm-hmm. from day fucking one, and it should be. It, it, it should be no. It's got. It's got. It got to be reciprocated. It should be no argument to completely um to reciprocate that to them. So um, rock with your girls, man. Rock with your sisters. Rock with your moms. Rock with your women. Um, because you know while you sit here and want to defend Fab or want to defend Chris Brown or want to defend Bill Cosby or you know or Nas or anybody else, um, more than likely your woman has suffered some type of abuse in her life. And maybe she just didn't tell you. And maybe it's attitudes like your own that made her feel uncomfortable in coming forward. All right, so next time you want to be on some shit like that, again, think about your mom, think about your sister, think about your girl, think about your daughter, all right? But one woman in particular that is empowering the fuck out of our women is one Beyonce Giselle knows. And honestly, man, I've always been a Beyonce fan. I can say that like wholeheartedly. I've rocked with B going all the way back to the beginning. But her Coachella performances these past couple weekends was fucking iconic. Um and we ain't even gotta break them shits down completely, but you know, the beehive gets a lot of flack for being a group of stands who take it too far and you know what they do take it too far <laughs> i'm gonna keep it from from from, from say from time to time they they be wilding i'm gonna keep all the way g the, the beehive be wilding but in terms of the hyperbole that they use to describe beyonce she uh justified all of that shit these past couple weekends um I, I saw I see no lies. I, I stand on the side of the beehive. I, for, 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 like, like I said, like you said, I've been I've been rocking with Beyonce for quite some time. My sister is a was has been a huge Beyonce fan for all her life. So being around her all the time playing Beyonce it got me uh turned me into a fan. But yeah, seeing going back because I didn't catch the the initial performances when they went down. I uh had to go back and watch them and and, and was. It's crazy to think that Beyonce has pretty much been accepted as, as, if not the greatest, one of the greatest active performers yeah. of all time. And and this to go back and see that and to just say, hey, she might be better than we, yeah. we all thought. Yeah. It's I mean, a crazy thought. It's crazy. Beyonce's Coachella performance is reminiscent of what LeBron is doing right now. LeBron is. I was getting ready to say, I got, I got on the screen right now. It's like saying LeBron, he's the GOAT. Yeah, he's LeBron's the GOAT. He's the best in the game right now. And then, and that's like watching him score 44 and hit the game when they shot last game. I mean, whoo, whoo. Shout out to Hennessy. Uh, greatest. Hennessy uh, Negro. From LeBron's been around, this is 14th season? 15. 15. Uh, LeBron. It's arguably playing the best basketball of his career in year 15 on one of the worst teams that he has played on since 2004. And, you know, LeBron is, is somehow managed to, he's held himself to such a high standard that he has pushed himself to his, arguably his best level of basketball in the waning stages of his career. And the same goes for Beyonce. You gotta understand, man, people don't last in this in in the music industry, I mean, you talk about a lot of people one two albums and out one two. Bruh, what's up, Beyonce? I, just, I was doing some quick research. Uh, sorry to interrupt you. I apologize. Oh, but Beyonce went solo. Her first solo album dropped. Let me get this date correctly. In in 03. Is is Beyonce LeBron? 
Yo, that's wild. <laughs> I mean, a lot of people might say that Tina Turner is the GOAT or Mike or or Michael Jordan's the GOAT, but Beyonce and LeBron got a lot to bring to that conversation. I say they're two of the greatest that have ever done what they're doing. I say, I say, I say, uh, if I'm not mistaken, Beyonce's first album dropped in fall of 03. I think it says June. June. Okay. Well, so that's, when's the NBA draft? Oh my God. <laughs> there you go. The parallels. Um, the parallels. And, and they are hitting, I mean, it, it's, you know, they already weirdly passed their primes, but. LeBron, arguably his greatest performance he's given now, and Beyonce gave arguably her greatest performance at Coachella. Somebody who at this point in her life has done thousands of shows, thousands of concerts. She got every reason to pack it in. She didn't have to care. Honestly, she, she, she don't even have to be performing right now, especially with, with, with her catalog and what she's done and her performance she's already given us. She ain't got to do shit. She can just sit back, pop out at the award show every once in a while, announce something. Not even perform, just just just... Announce an award. Uh, facts. But uh, the fact she continues to come out here and, and gives us crazy, insane performance after crazy, insane performance is, is a testament to how much she cares about the craft and us and just a, a sheer uh, respect to what, what her as, as an artist. Yeah, I, mean, I mean, when it all goes down, she might, she might be, I, I can't even say might. I think she will be the greatest female performer of all time. Um, I, I think and, she's there already. And the greatest female performer of all time, and she is, you know, you can't call anybody Michael Jackson per se, but she is the greatest performance of all time, period. She's right up there at that top. You know, I, I was going to say, if, if you're talking about performances, even, even not performances, but almost art, if you want to talk about artistry in general, she is yeah. right there. I mean, I mean, she manages to reinvent herself, you know, as reinvent herself so many times over the past 15 years. Um, and you know, from reuniting Destiny's Child to to hitting that new Freezer dance with the with the smoothest, with I, I mean, I, I'm I'm talking about with, with the sm- with so fucking subtle, um, hitting that new Freezer to creating her own goddamn sorority and not having anybody say shit about it. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, she is at Thanks. another level. Um, it's it, you know, she could she had, again. If I was Beyonce, I would hang it the fuck up. I would mail it in. I would if I was Beyonce, I would be Randy Orton out there collect out there collecting a paycheck. Bruh. All right. Bruh, she just had twins. Just had twins. Shout out you to You have new infants at home. <laughs> Not just new freezers, new infants. Shout out to New Freezers and Infants. Shout out to Damn. Romeo, sir. Uh, and of course, uh the mainstay blue, who has no time for none of us niggas. Um Nah, I'm gonna be we're gonna be a problem. Uh, but, um, just you know, j- just just a quick PSA. You know, shout out to Beyonce for all you know, gr- all the greatness that she has done. And again, we are two men that are sitting here praising Beyonce because she fucking deserves it. Period. That's it. I said we. I'm saying we that the, the theme of this the theme of this pod is keep that energy. That same energy, man. I, I, yeah. I, I respect it. She's her performances is where it needs to be. I got to keep the energy and respect it. Flat out, um, you know, from all the way from going all the way back to all the D Child's days to uh, to Dangerously in Love to B Day to uh, I Am Sasha Fierce to Four to you know self titled to Lemonade, a whole album about her cheating ass nigga. Um, that, that dirtbag camel. 
uh, she has given us so much art. And when we talk about culture, I, you know, honestly, there's no culture more rich than ours in the African American community. And Beyonce has been a significant contributor to that. So, um, shout the fuck out to her. Shout out to Beyonce. You can hang it up right now. You can never perform again today. And you could arguably be the second greatest performer of all time. That is saying a fucking lot. Um, so, so shout out to B. Um, also though, you know, um, Beyonce is, uh, one of our most profound, prolific, uh, celebrated, uh, light skinned African Americans (laughs) in our country. And, you know, Beyonce gets all the praise that she deserves, but you know what, man, you know, light skinned people, you know, they, while they may have had it easy, you know, easier, you know, back in the plantation house. Uh, oh, oh, 100%. <laughs> niggas uh, out here, black, dark skinned niggas like ourselves are out here slaving yes. in the fields, getting whipped and whatnot. Light skinned niggas out here making biscuits. <laughs> biscuits. That, uh, <laughs> their toughest thing was turning you know, butter. But you, go ahead. You know, go while, ahead. They, while they definitely had it easier back then, uh, you know, uh, light skinned people, you know, t- typically don't, uh, you know, don't have the same. Um, th- they're not i'll basically say they're basically not on they're based on a different playing field we'll leave it at that okay uh mm-hmm. you, you know light-skinned people are generally stereo they're stereotyped so much um they are you know supposedly bougie and stuck up and you know x y and z and while historically light-skinned people have definitely gotten um the better end of um you know, the, the the better end of racism and, 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 and other things of that nature. Uh, right now, mm-hmm. you know, light-skinned people tend, you know, the waffle-colored crowd uh, tend to get uh, singled out uh, quite often from, uh, you know, the crowds that we are a part of, uh, the chocolate and caramel community. I'm a proud car- card-carrying member of the caramel community. Uh, no, I'm not light-skinned for anybody else who's listening I don't care if y'all say I act light skin. I am not light skin. Alright. But it sounds like you're trying to, you're trying to claim them in a backward way. Uh, no, no. The fuck I am not. But the whole point of our reoccurring segment, the light skin power rankings, is to bring is to celebrate the accomplishments of everyone, to bring everybody into the fold and to not feel as if um, you know, one particular shade of Negro um is getting singled out. So um, the light skin power rankings for this week. We sit here on April 27th. Um, I've got quite a few, you know, to get to. Um, but I'm going to start with my number five. Um, oh, you, you bringing a five to the table. Oh, 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 oh yeah. Oh yeah. We expanded. We expanded my G. I, said, I only uh, got three and I'm pretty sure we, we I'm pretty sure we're all going to have different ones this time. Yeah. And I, there shouldn't be, there shouldn't be any goddamn controversy if you rank in Larry Nance, who's probably averaging <laughs> seven points a game. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, in hindsight, Larry Nance, uh, yeah, you have definitely fallen out of uh, my top three. But number five, Obama. He's still my president. I don't. Period. Like he, he's. No, I, fucks with that. He, he's light skinned, but I don't, I don't even know if he's. Like really light skin, I consider him just uh, just Obama. Uh, no, uh, Obama He's like his uh, own category. Obama's pre- he is, but Obama's pretty light, my G. I got like no, I'm, not, I'm, I'm, you know. I'm not saying he's he's not light because of his skin color, but like because he's, he's he's 
almost the definition of light skin. But I feel like he transcends light. He skin transcends race in a sense. Like no, not race, but he he transcends complexion. He's just a black person. Yeah, you know, you know that's true. He does transcend, but um, you know, in a in a broader sense, uh, Barack Obama is my president. Uh, he will always be my president. Um, the most unpro- unproblematic nigga to ever step foot in the White House. And I will stand behind that. I will put him up against any of y'all presidents. Um, unproblematic as shit. Um, he comes in and... No- uh, <laughs> he, 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 he often would go chalk on his March Madness brackets. <laughs> hey, listen. That's if, if, if that's the, if that's the <laughs> worst problem this man has and wearing a fucking gray suit on Easter or a tan suit on Easter, it, come on, bruh. You know... He never picked Duke and he wore tan. I can't rock with it. Not my, so not my president. So coming in number five, uh, my G, Barack Obama. Hey, man, listen. If you ever want to challenge, uh, you know, the, the the conformity of America and go ahead and run for a third ta- term, I think we would all fucking support you. Please, my nigga, please. The, 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 oh, without this, a doubt, he would get elected. This is more of a plea than a suggestion. But Barack Obama coming in number five in the light-skinned power ranking. West. You up, my nigga. I know we smizz, but you're up next. I'm up. Okay. All right. I only, okay. I only got three. So my number three is, like, we still said this on the initial power rankings. This boy's going to be a staple. Yes, sir. It's got to be Drake. Aubrey, Walter, Jimmy, Champagne, Poppy, all that. Um, in the, in the time since the last podcast, we spoke Scorpion. about Drake. He's driving. He's now Scorpion's coming, which, personally, I don't like the title. I feel like all, no. all his all his albums and projects have had been very creative, been very creative, and, they, and they've kind of had a similar kind of uh, concept to them. And Scorpion's just out of the blue was kind of wild, um, but fuck it, I'm, I'm still looking forward to it a lot. Uh, he dropped "Nice for What." It's a nice little nice little anthem for our ladies. Um, I think I think "Look Alive" dropped before last time last uh, podcast, but um. I'm, I'm looking forward to every every everything Drake, um, in the coming summer. Everything nice, you feel me? Mm-hmm. Uh, talk uh, talk to me nice. Everything talk nice. Everything nice. Uh, that that is your number three. You skip number four. You fraud ass nigga. I only uh, have three. Uh, I, you know. Okay. You know what? I'm sorry. I actually forgot that. So I'm gonna go ahead <laughs> and fill in your uh, the number four. He's gonna be a consensus number four here. Uh, the brow Anthony Davis, um, leading. Oh, okay, okay. Leading the New Orleans Pelicans to a fucking sweep um, over uh, everybody's favorite. Ooh, I swear to God, he 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 is good as Kyrie. Uh, point guard Damian Lillard. Um, uh, uh, let's um, let's chill a tad. Dame is my uh, nigga. Listen, listen, um, I ain't got no problem with Dame, but he's not Kyrie Irving, and he proved that shit in his playoffs. Uh. Let me let, damn, let me damn, let, damn let me know when cool. Kyrie Irving loses ten straight playoff games to anybody, okay? Um, uh, I I would let you know if Kyrie Irving was playing. <laughs> uh, we we'll get we'll get into the basketball debate another time. It's all good, but uh, Anthony Davis going ahead leading them Pelicans to a sweep. Um, the first ever time I can remember a a favorite seed getting swept in the first round. Number three seed getting swept by by the six. I can't ever recall that in my history of NBA watching. Um, and, and a six seed that lost their second best player. Yeah, exactly. Uh, without somebody who would have definitely been in the light skin power rankings, DeMarcus Cousins. Um, that is, that is, 
I feel like he's a he's a mocha brother I like myself. I think it's pretty light, man. I think I think it's pretty light. Um, honestly, I think I'm a tad bit lighter than you, Wes. And oh no, you are no no you you are in a uh, complexion and character. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, 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 as I sit here and stare at my sponge brush. Um, <laughs> uh, as I stand here and stare at my sponge brush and my many hair and facial products um, you know what I, I, I'm a tad bit lighter than you DeMarcus Cousins maybe he may be a tad lighter than me but regardless um, he, he would have been here regardless to Ooh. go in and uh, upset uh, Portland you, it's hard to even call it an upset when you get swept um, I think that is a very strong case for number four on this list. I can, I can, I can definitely uh, respect that. Shout out to the brow. Um, number three, coming in number three, I think this may be a little bit different from yours. Uh, Steph Curry. Now, this. We are we're a little basketball heavy on these because my, uh, when we get to my number two, he's also uh, a basketball person, but go fair. ahead with Steph Curry. Um, Steph Curry. Um, now he had, he's been injured for the last month or so. Um, he's been out, he missed the entire first round of the playoffs, but Steph Curry just made a whole mm-hmm. completely different power move, um, that, you know, transcends the basketball court. Steph Curry just signed a multimedia deal with Sony, which, um, is according to this article, um, the most prolific monetarily, the most prolific deal uh, media deal ever signed by a professional athlete. Well, first off, first and foremost, definitely big shouts to him for that because that's that leaves it at transcend sports. That's that's a big power life move. But but what is he doing? What like what is uh does it speak to what 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 uh, uh they're gonna pro- do? Like what he's gonna do? With essentially, them? Being what, what's involved come with that? in producing uh, TV shows and films and video games, um, based on um. Well, you know, just his his creative, his creative, you know, thoughts and his creative vision, um, and a lot of stuff pertaining to family and faith and sports. So, all right, I fuck with it, man. As long if they, I, that's one thing, I, one thing I, I I will keep the same energy on them. Niggas out here get money, man, in, in a positive way. Let's get ahead, this. Go do your thing. Get that. Get that. Even if I don't ride with you, like I don't really give a fuck about Steph as a basketball player. I respect his greatness. <laughs> he's a couple more seasons. He's gonna approach the greatest point guard of all time category wow but wow hold on, a, yeah. hold on wait don't disrespect bob Cousy like that i i respect bob Cousy, but uh bob Cousy dribbled with one hand and probably said the n-word so, <laughs> so so i don't know if i can give him the full respect yeah but um yeah so like anytime you're here getting getting money off the court and, and building your uh oh shit shout out to tristan thompson actually getting minutes right now um you guys are down 20 but i do respect uh oh see y'all on I do, seven do respect that <laughs> back in Cleveland. <laughs> uh, what up, Q? But yeah, but, big um, shouts, big shouts to Steph. That's a major move. Um, literally getting paid hundreds of million of dollars, hundreds of millions of dollars to to make your art. You know what I'm saying? That, that I mean, yeah. that's what it's all about. It being in Cleveland, you see a lot of unnecessary Steph Curry hate just because he's beaten us, you know, twice in the past. But there's really not a lot of reasons to not like Steph Curry. You know what I'm saying? Like, He's not. Yeah, Steph's it, a good Steph's a good dude. He's a family dude. He's never been in any trouble. He's a great uh, player. You know, comes from a nuclear family. You know, he he he's not Kevin Durant. You know what I'm saying? Like there are 19 million reasons to 
just like Kevin Durant. Steph Curry is a pretty good dude, man. Like, when the Cavs are, are not playing the Warriors, that's somebody who I don't root against. There's no reason to root against them. Literally. Yeah, he's like, and he, I would probably say when he's, oh my God, Victor Oladipo tried to kill somebody. But when he's on, he's might be the most entertaining player to watch in the NBA. I think he is, you talk about hot streaks, NBA jam, he's on fire. Uh, nobody, I will say in the history of this game, when he gets hot, is better than Steph Curry. Facts. I, I can't argue with that. Ever. And then once we, we're gonna, one of these days we're gonna get into a, like a, a deep basketball conversation. We're gonna elaborate on this, but Steph is special. He's the engine that makes that Golden State dynasty go. That's a and, and we're not even talking about what you brought him up for was not even basketball reading. So shout out to Steph Curry, man. So uh, number two, uh, Wes, I'm gonna lead that one to you. All right, number two to keep this whole basketball thing going. I, I, I didn't really want to do this, but I, I have to I have to keep the same energy. I have to respect you doing your goddamn thing. Number two in the my light skin power rankings this week has got to be Ben Simmons, man. Yes, sir. Ben Simmons making uh, ben plays Simmons. on ben and Simmons off the court. Here. I was going to say he's making plays, making plays on and off. You, on the court, he's, he's, he's a rookie. Uh, had multiple triple doubles as average and put up numbers we haven't Shots seen as from a rookie Vish, since the Magic process. got – Yeah, so, yeah Vish – it, it hurts me to say it, Vish, your man's, your man's is, is, is like that. So he's putting up numbers we haven't seen since, like, Magic Johnson rookie year. Um, he's the one of the catalysts of a of a young Sixers team that has the potential to make an NBA Finals, which would be incredible, incredible. for them as a young team. Um, almost even more – well, equally as impressive, almost even more impressive. He's got a – He's got he's got he's got a girl. Her name is Tanache. Tanache, daddy. Listen, man. Listen, uh, Tanache is uh, an attractive young lady. Um, you know, she can't make a, another good song to save her life, and she likes to do weird promotional pictures, like licking toilet seats and shit. But you know what? Uh, for being a twenty-year-old Australian nigga, that's a win for him. You feel me? I was gonna say he's a fucking Australian nigga. Oh my god! I looked at Tanashi's uh, because I know she just dropped an album. She was on Diaz and Mero. Shout out Diaz and Mero. Album? Wow. Yeah, yeah, and I looked at the numbers, and uh, I'm not. I don't even want to talk about that. But she's uh, she's uh, she's dating Ben Simmons, which is, which is a positive. Yeah. <laughs> so, so there's that. See, that's a come up for her. So, um, shout out to. Oh my god! It's a goddamn come up for her. It's a fucking steal. Shout out to Ben Simmons. Uh, they feel yeah. you know if they do last. And happen to create a uh, a child. That child will be a mainstay on our future light skin power rankings. So, uh, oh, oh yeah, they, they got the at least the number number two spot sewed up for for quite a some decade time. at least. Uh, so shout out to uh, Ben Simmons, um, number one on uh, the April. I'm saying, did you, did you do your number uh, two? We had some overlap, so I'm gonna go to number one. Okay, cool, number cool. one. On the light skin power rankings for April 27, 2018, somebody who I do not want to admit to, but one Jermaine Cole from the Ville um, is going, yeah, going to take my one. number one spot. Um, his new album, KOD, sold 400,000. And I'm, I am first week, and I am somebody who has been very hard on J. Cole. Uh, I was a J. Cole stan for quite some time. I've seen J. Cole, and I listen, I've been to a ton of concerts in my life. I'm probably up in the 50-ish range at this point. Um, but I was somebody, and I've seen J. Cole more than I've seen any other artist perform. But, you know, ever since the whole Forest Hills Drive 
first, you know, first artist in Blase Blah time to go platinum with no features. I feel like he has kind of glided by. He's kind of resting on his laurels, as Chris, Christian Leitner would say. Um, he has kind of <laughs> gotten by with this, 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 you know, um, this, this reputation, so to speak. He had. Uh, I was going to say that. Yeah, that's, that's a good way to put it. The fucking Steelers took Mason Rudolph like I fucking knew. Uh, I'm sorry, NFL draft. NFL oh draft. Oh but uh, he's kind of, you know, ever since I would say his second album, uh, Born Center, he's kind of gotten by. He's, he was telling the same story um, for essentially, you know, yeah. Born Center was 2012. So for, for damn near six years, and he was telling the same story. Hey, oh, yeah, I'm light skinned. I'm mixed. I'm from, um, you know, <laughs> from Fayetteville. I, and, uh, I, I went to North Carolina. I went, I went, I went, I went to college, uh, had this shit in college. Uh, I came back home. Um, you know, so, you know, as, as talented as J. Cole is, you know, I, again, no pass to 2018. He's been telling the same story for so long. He produces all his own tracks, so he's had the same beats for quite some time as well. Um, same story, same beats, not a lot of features. But with KOD, I will give him props. He's he's definitely t- taken a major step forward. Um, he has earned a number one album in the country. He has earned his four hundred thousand so first week. Something you know for that's kind of that's gonna place him. You know, up with them. Not saying he wasn't already an upper echelon artist, but something that's going to really put him up there and give him a lot of staying power. He's, you know, employed a different type of sound, started investigating a lot of new topics, and that's what we need from our artists. We have to push the culture. As good as J. Cole is, he has not pushed the sound or pushed the culture in quite some fucking time. And his new album, KOD, actually does that. So that. It's actually going to get him over J. Cole, over Steph Curry, over Anthony Davis, and place him at number one on the light-skinned power rankings for the week of 427. Shout the fuck out. I can, I can, I, not, I definitely can respect that. I, I fuck with J. Cole. I've been, been a big J. Cole fan since Friday Night Lights. Um, and like I said, it's like you were speaking to, this album definitely took a step forward. He gave us a lot of more, more in-depth um, then he usually gives us, he gave us some, some new shit beats are definitely dope. Um, everything, I liked everything about this album. Um, I did have a different number one. Um, it's kind of a future number one. So J Cole can be number one, but I'm gonna give you a, a an upcoming number one okay. to look forward to. Um, as soon as the next podcast comes out, because I have received word that Strem life three will be yes. dropping next uh, Friday. Yes. And I'll so the new one. number one. The new number one in, in in uh whenever this podcast next podcast drops is going to be none other than Sway Lee Lee Sway. Wow, I was actually gonna say Slim Jimmy, but you know, well Sway is definitely way lighter than Jim. We can give it to them both. Ray Strummer will be your your number one. Uh, what next time you next time you hear our voices, Ray Strummer will have dropped Strum Life Three, which is a fucking triple disc triple album. Disc. We have, I, I, you know, I'm gonna say right now, appreciate this album, appreciate this project. That has given us the the all time banger known as Power Glide. Appreciate this oh. upcoming project because this is probably it for uh, Ray Shermer as a group. Um, it, Please don't speak blasphemies on the, on this podcast. Realistic. Um, it, you know, yeah, no, I understand. Yeah. Away from each other for the last couple of years, and 
this being a triple album, one a Sway Lee album, the other a Slim Jimmy album, and then a collaborative album, they are ready to go their own separate ways. And you know what? That's okay. I think it's time. I honestly think it's time. But um, you appreciate them while they're here. I still remember the first time I heard No Flex Zone. Uh, it was a Push T concert in May of 2014 at House of Blues. And I heard No Flex Zone for the first time. And I'm like, damn, these little girls is lit. Wow, this is fire. Come to find out, it's two niggas. And it's two niggas that are actually my age. Um, and ever since, ever since then, they have dropped banger after banger after banger. They have been the style. I'm telling you, man, Ray Strummer hasn't missed since they came nah. out. They've got singles. They have very solid albums. They give you hit after hit, banger after banger. Ray Strummer is, is one of the one of the, the few consistencies that we have in the, this genre of hip hop. So that's why I said I said the album's gonna drop Strum Life Three. I'm expecting nothing but but bangers. We've heard Power Glide, we've heard Chanel, we've heard Guatemala. All great songs that that, that can only lead to me to believe that that, that Strum Life Three and the two solo albums are gonna be great. So they're they're gonna be number ones. So prepare yourself. A preemptive strike. I was actually very upset that our album did not drop today on 427 as it was supposed to. I was but, definitely looking forward to that. Uh, but you know what? Um, you know, I need that soundtrack for my weekend, but there's no better um, soundtrack for Cinco de Mayo than Guatemala. So, next weekend, uh, there will be plenty of Ray Shimmer to go along, to go around. Um, oh, I can't wait. I didn't even, oh, shit, it is, it is goddamn Cinco de Mayo. I didn't even think about that, man. I'm gonna die. It's yeah. gonna be a mess. Uh, 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 Golly. That is uh that is the word. So uh shout out to both of our respective number ones on this week's light skin power rankings. Um so sure. you know, as we start moving towards uh the finale of episode five here, um we talk about our L's of the week. Um and you know, L's of the week. It's, it's, you have to do a lot of fuck shit, essentially, to, you, to, to basically call yourself the biggest fuck nigga of the entire week. Because throughout a seven day period, there's so much shit that could happen that could anoint you as that, um, you know, the man that took the biggest loss. But, yeah. Um, I'm saying let let me let me go first. Okay. I feel like I feel like you're gonna be really real passionate about yours. So so mine mine again is it's not super duper serious, but um my L of the week is all the haters and perpetrators because my dog, my fucking guy, my bull Meek Mill is home. That's it's it's, it's kind of a cop out. It's not really an L of the week, but in the hood, it, free Meek, shout to Beyonce. In the hood, holla free Meek. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, gotta talk about it. So the L's, if you was hating on Meek, if you if you didn't want Meek to get out, which is it's just gotta be a a weird little subset of of the the internet, he's out now. Um, I heard a snippet of a song he's he's got coming out. It's, it sounds beautiful. Um, Meek's home, especially that means a lot to especially a guy coming from me from the Philly area. Listening to Meek since like two thousand six, two thousand seven, it is great to see my guy home. 
Um, L of the week is all you fuck niggas, and and and, and honestly, a lot of you, a lot of you niggas in the rap game, because I, I assume the out the project he's gonna drop when he gets out is gonna be a monster. Um, so yeah, so all you haters and perpetrators, uh, be so on the lookout for uh, Meek Mill. Uh, essentially, Wes's L of the week goes to all Meek Mill haters. Um, you know, and I don't blame him because I've been riding around the city listening to Dream Chasers one, um, for much of the past couple days. Uh, I I have one question for all of our listeners. Uh, what's your body count, nigga? I'm double digits. Double digits. I remember. Tell you, I'm gonna tell you a quick little, quick Meek Mill story from uh back in high school. My uh, my football team. We uh we were we were pretty Wait, solid. So, so is this when Meek Mill had braids? Of course. Okay. This is this is like this is Grand Hustle Meek. Wow. This, okay. <laughs> this is Grand Hustle Meek with the braids. So every every before every game we used to listen to uh make them say, and uh probably yep. for off of uh Flamers two. Which is probably one of my this is in my top ten favorite uh, favorite mixtapes. We'll get to the mixtape talk at some point in uh, in the pod Facts. future. But um, so one of my boys, we had a great game. We we won the game. He got interviewed by the paper, mm-hmm. and they asked him. They said, "Hey, on your eye black, it says we that probably. What does that mean?" And this <laughs> man said, "Uh, it was, it, we that probably means it's, it's us. We that we, we probably, which is a lyric. Was, we that probably is a lyric from that Meek song. Yep. Uh, make him say so." Uh, in the paper, it printed "We That Probably" and uh, spoke to Meek Mill. So, shout out to Meek. Shout out to what he's been doing. Welcome home, brother. Welcome home, brother. Uh, put out some good music, and we oh. here. So, yeah. Meek Mill. Haters and, perpet- haters and perpetrators can uh, SMD FTB. Yes, sir. Um, shout out to Meek, man. Wrongfully incarcerated. Um, good to see him home. That's damn sure. Um, my L of the week is a, a little bit deeper, as Wes said. Uh, I sound really passionate about it. That's because I am. So my other week uh, falls to a light-skinned nigga who is nowhere near our top five, and that is Chance the Rapper. Um, mm. you, know, you know Chance. Chance is somebody who it took me a long time to really, really start fucking with. Um, I, I, you know, I just, I kind of... I don't, I don't really know if I I'm I kind of couldn't get with his sound, but Coloring Book converted me into a fan. But, um, you know, he... In the midst of all this Kanye tweet storm, um, Chance the Rapper, who is somebody who has a lot of people wanted to call the Kanye West of a new generation, um, has essentially become a yes man. Um, basically co-signing a lot of Kanye West tweets. Uh, the next president will be independent. Black people don't have to be Democrat. You don't have to agree with what Kanye West says, but definitely listen to him. You know, Blase Skip, and it's just, it's sad. Meek, uh, Meek Mill, uh, Chance the Rapper is sad as because this is a nigga who has essentially, but for a lot of people, you know, maybe, you know, as we said, Kanye West came out when we were in our adolescence. For maybe people who are in their adolescence now, maybe Chance the Rapper is their Kanye West, but he let them the fuck down. He essentially is someone who has a close relationship with Kanye West. Kanye West has been very significant and influential in his musical career and instead of doing taking the john legend route um who as shit could have been shout out to, shout out been to john light skin power rankings for his take on the kanye west situation or ti or somebody like that who still love and support kanye but do not rock with the fuck shit that he has been on lately chance to rock basically mm. co-signs a lot of the donald trump bullshit that Kanye West has been on to the point where Trumpito himself quoted Chance the Rapper's tweets and said, thank you very much. I appreciate it. Twice. Twice. 
and, and tw- he called him twice and then, and then tweeted out something and mentioned yeah, him. And, and, and it's, you know, and then of course today, Chance backtracks and throws out the uh, the iPhone notebook apology. And anybody who writes out their apology on an iPhone notebook ain't shit. There's nothing sincere about it from Logan and Jake Paul to Chance the Rapper. Your apology means nothing if you type it out in the notes app. What's Oh, can we chill a little bit on that? Because I, I assume I'm going to make some type of, of mistake in the future. And I definitely planned on iPhone noting uh, my apology. Uh, <laughs> so, so, uh, but, so let's not go as hard as we can. Know, on this, and I saw somebody, you know, quoted and tweeted and say, uh, don't ever fix your lips like college and to say something where you going to end up apologizing. Mm. Let me know if it's a problem then. All right, man, holiday in. Uh, and that's how I feel about Chance you know you instead of you know doing what's right you decide to co-sign in order to maintain your relationship with Kanye West a Chance the Rapper went from you know somebody who again people can look up to to becoming a yes man in a matter of a couple of tweets and that's what social media do for you Um, as my man's Herm Edwards would say uh, don't press send don't press yeah, like like uh, like you said, I kind of we're just kind of in a similar situation. Like it took me a while to to get to to, to get on to Chance, and and at this point, like I rock with him. He makes good music. I'm not a super Chance fan, but for him to kind of kind of, I understand where he came from, and that's that's like your boy. That's that's one of your idols. That's one of your mentors. To to, to feel the urge and inclination to stick up for him, no matter what, I fuck with that that loyalty heavy. But like I spoke to earlier. This is not a vacuum. No. In a vacuum, sure, black people don't need it. Not all black people can be Democrats. Not all black people should be Democrats. It's not that's not feasible of how it is. But in a vacuum, when you have Democrats or the other option is Donald fucking Trump, yeah, fact. my nigga, come on, uh-huh. you you got to be smarter than that. I, and I respect his apology um, for what he said. That, that's definitely dope. But still, in the first place, you got to be smarter than that. Just to to jump off the the, the diving board for your man's. Knowing what he said, it, it, you got to be smarter than that. You're you're you're, you're a grown ass man. You got to know right from wrong and, and supporting Kanye nah, in, in this and, instance. And, it was you wrong. know, coming from somebody you know who has you know who loves their close friends, loves you know my niggas like Wes and the aforementioned Jr. and a lot of other people. Shout out to Jr. Also, real quick, shout out to Austin Coley, our dog. He's designed the logo for Beware the L's. Oh. Um, uh, a Cole, baby, shout out to uh, the indeterminable race, uh, raced Austin Coley. Yes, whatever, whatever you're feeling today, you are. <laughs> but um, we listen. We disagree a lot on a lot of shit, and you can still have love for your man's without fucking cosigning his fuck shit. If I tell you how many times Wes or Jr. me and my other friends have been on fuck shit, and I was like, listen, I love y'all niggas, but chill the fuck out. Um. You know, it, this, is, this is definitely happening. Then we would run out of fucking time on this. And I feel like a true sense of friendship and support is holding your niggas accountable. We say that shit all the fucking time on this pod, but holding your man accountable when he is on trash is the most important thing that you can do as a friend. And, and Chance the Rapper decided that he didn't want to potentially lose ties with his paycheck. He alienated a complete part of his fan base. The man who was donated millions of dollars to the Chicago Public Schools District and everything else has essentially <laughs> damn near ostracized himself with a matter of tweets. And that L 
tweets. Fucking tweets, man. Fleet. Your man, the man, like you said, Kanye tweeted Obama didn't do anything for Chicago in, in eight years. Chance is from Chicago. Chance has been with Obama multiple fucking times. times, my G. Um, Come on, G. You know, so I don't know. He actually has a personal relationship with Obama, so I don't know how he going to pull up. Michelle ain't about to let that nigga in the door. Not at all. Not at all. Michelle got the opera. Like, what's up? Would you talk, talk that shit now, Chance? Uh, again. This your last This your last chance. Again, keep that same energy. So my L of the week this week falls on uh, Chance the Rapper again. Kanye and Chance the Rapper, never in a million years that I think I would see a lot of the commentary from them that I saw this week. But again, man, uh, keep that same energy for your false idols. Hold them to the same standards. And before we go ahead and sign out for episode five, there's a thin line between fries and shakes. I got a quick little PSA. Uh, we lost a couple good ones uh, over the past couple weeks um, with the death Thanks. of uh, Vern Troyer, a.k.a. Mini-Me. And Aviche, uh, the world famous Swedish DJ who made a lot of moves uh, in that, uh, you know, 2011, 2012, 2013 period. And really, 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 uh, you know, was one of the pioneers um, at the forefront of this EDM movement that's so prevalent. Now, we lost both of these men and we lost both of them, uh, you know, not quite sure um about Vern Troyer's cause of death but reports are saying more than likely it was uh some type of suicide um and same thing for Avicii and uh you know I you know your boy Uptown Ace Boogie is a very strong advocate of mental health um as somebody who struggles with mental health issues himself that is somebody who that's that is a particular cause that I feel very strongly about and you know as we see these people with such far, you know, reach, um, these celebrities, essentially, you know, if they are in a position where they have all the fame and all the money and everything else in the world, and they are still at a point where they feel like they need to take their lives, that kind of lets you know, um, if you need help, go fucking get it. All right. Um, yeah. Like, like, like you said, this is, if, if, if the celebrities, people have, who have access to all this stuff and have had the money, have the fame, have the access to, to get help and, and still feel the need that, to do to do that act, it, it, it's tough. So it's like you said, if you, if you feel some type of way, get the help you need. Talk to people. You, if you have friends in your life that care about you, talk to them. If you don't have friends, try to find somebody, a therapist, a counselor, somebody who you can talk to. Um, and like I said, as somebody who suffers from depression, clinical depression and anxiety, I can sit here myself and say sometimes it's hard. You know, sometimes it's embarrassing to go to even your loved ones and, and talk about a lot of these things because, you know, you don't want to be judged or, you know, you don't want to feel like you're different from everybody else. But everybody goes through this, to be completely honest. Everybody goes through it. And it's, it's the responsibility goes so far deeper than just you to seek out problems for your help. We as friends, as lovers, as as family, we have to create that safe environment for the people who are, who are going through this shit, you know, to go deeper than just, oh, um, you know, the typical black stereotypes of mental, mental, you know, uh, mental illness is a, it's, it's a weakness. You're not allowed to admit when you're going through something. You have to stay strong. You have to blah, blah, fuck all that shit. Fuck all that shit that's been going forward from fucking slavery all the way forward now. Maybe back in the in the 1600s mm-hmm. and the 1700s you had to stay strong because you didn't have any choice but now um yeah 
So now, now we got the resources. Now we have the the ability to to voice that and vocalize and let people know what's going on. Like you were saying, especially in the in, in the, as especially as a black male, it's the stigma around mental health and mental illness is, is crazy. It's oh that nigga's crazy, man. And oh that nigga's something wrong with that nigga, man. He he he, he, he pussy. He he fucking can't deal with shit. Da da da. Which is insane. It's just crazy. Which is which is which is dumb to me. So because everybody goes through situations yes, and periods in which shit is terrible. You feel depressed and and to for for people to be singled out and for people to be looked down upon because of that is insane. Because you any everybody I, I can honestly say I feel like everybody in their in their life has had a period or had a point. Where shit hasn't gone right, and they and and they've felt depressed, or they have bounced with anxiety that that they can point to. So for for the, for me personally, trying to trying to help people and trying to help the stigma of that become down and, and just become, hey man, I'm going through some shit. I need to talk to somebody, and, and it's not it's no big deal. It's it's all right. Well, we can help you out and help help you get better. That that that's the goal of, of what we're trying to do here. And what we want to see. Oh, for sure. It's, it's, in, in, in it's the world. breaking down a stigma. It's it's moving past those stereotypes. It's breaking down those cultural norms. Who, admittedly, it's 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 a lot. Again, in the black community, it's a lot more prevalent than it is. You know, for you know, in the white community, um, this idea that that men, that mental illness is a problem. Like, listen, you have to make mental health a regular part of your routine, just like physical health. There's absolutely no different, and there's nothing wrong. There's no issue with having issues you know not at all everybody has issues yeah. and and you know like i said speaking from somebody who goes through it who struggles through it who's had a lot of of issues specifically in his life um you know you got to be there and if you feel that you got to seek out help um because you know suicide is still one of the biggest uh killers of in america specifically in that 18 to 35 demographic and um it's 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 okay to not be okay i say this a million times over it's okay to not be okay it's okay to not admit to admit that you're not okay and if you love loved ones ain't got your back then go to a professional you feel me and yeah. you don't want to find find somebody who cares because we do like you say like reader and say we don't want to see any situations like the Vern Troyer or Vince situation go down so if, if you if you can't find anybody else if, if you don't have any loved ones or friends that, that want to talk to you about it or if you can't find a professional talk to us we're here hit us up on twitter we got I'll an email it. we got beware the l's at, email or be other at gmail.com at beware the l's uh twitter um you know holla at us uh personally at ain't that wes at uptown ace boogie we are here we are here to talk we are here to help um, cause it, it is, there's a lot of people struggling right now. And, you know, if you're not here to help, if you are not here to use your talents and use your gifts, um, to help yourself or to help others, then what are you living for at the end of the day? So, um, you know, you know, we know that this episode may not have been as been as ha ha hysterical as a lot of our others, but you know, sometimes when that real shit needs to get spoken on, then it needs to be spoken on Facts. and we will cut you will cut any type of music to bring that real to y'all because culture is not just entertainment. No. Culture are culture are the things that we go through as a people and the the, the barriers that we need to fucking break. So Facts. And if, you um, want, if you want to talk about some um, funny shit, Austin's calves are getting blown by twenty six right now. Uh uh, uh, on that note, I have a bottle of Hennessy to finish. 
Um, <laughs> and uh, we are signing off on episode five of Beware of the L's again. You can find us YouTube, SoundCloud, most importantly, iTunes at Beware of the L's. We are here for sure. Feedback, suggestions. Uh, if you want to be a guest on the show, come on, holler the fuck Let at us. No, man, follow, uh, follow, subscribe, and share. Let us. We're trying to get big. We got we're, we're the following's getting getting built up. Some we're trying to go global, this motherfucker. So if you fuck with us, share, follow, and share, follow and share. Big facts, and uh, it has been another. It's been a fun episode, man. We love coming out here, talking to y'all, chopping to y'all. Uh, whether it's about some funny shit or some real shit or just anything that's going on in the world that matters to you. You know what I'm saying? If some shit matters to you, let us know. We will definitely talk about it, you know, on our, our next episode of the pod. Um, but, you know, for now, um, we're going to go ahead and sign off and we will be back very, very, very fucking soon because in case you ain't noticed, the culture does not stop. The art does not stop. So um, we got to go out here. We got to go collect some data, you know, um, go ahead and research some topics. So by the time we come back in two weeks, uh, you will, you know, be talking to the most uh, profound, astute, henny drunk motherfuckers that you have ever seen in your entire life. I am Uptown Ace Boogie and I'm signing the fuck off. I go by the name Ain't That Was and straight like that, we out.